Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, what's your drama? I don't have any right now. <laughs> Come back to me. We have lots of drama to dig in on, though. Welcome to What's Your Drama? Yep, I'm Sasha. I'm Lainey. Um, my drama or my dramatic celebrity question oh. this week yes. is this threesome or alleged threesome situation with Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. <laughs> and her husband, Iman Shumpert. Yes. Is, first of all, I love I these love his head- name, by the yeah. way. Iman for yeah. a man. Sorry, go on. Yeah. I so, listen, I love this whole story. Their names, Tiana Taylor. Yep. Um, Iman Shumpert. Yep. I love that this headline is artist, athlete, porn star, threesome baby. These, These are the keywords. <laughs> there it's a making for lots of drama. Okay. So what's the deal? Nobody knows the deal, but she has a song called Three Way. Okay, so everybody thinks because she has this song, this is the Coles notes. Like, if you want to go deep diving into the situation, you're welcome to. Mm-hmm. But she's got a song called Three Way, which is basically anything for, <laughs> anything for my baby. I do some crazy things. So whatever he wants, he can get that. Okay. Okay, fine. So, fine. And then the porn star, like, got pregnant. So then people online, you know how it is. They started this rumor that… This porn star got pregnant and Tiana Taylor got mad and that's why she shut down her social. And now the porn star is like, stop talking about my baby. Um, Has the porn star delivered the baby? I don't need to dig that deep okay. into this. We're just surface. Yeah. Surface this three surface information. Level. The porn okay. star has denied that Iman Shumpert is the father of the child. Oh. What I'm asking about is just this three-way situation. And I'm not applying it to you okay. and to me. Okay. I'm applying I'm applying it to two people who look like Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert. Okay. And who are… So wait, someone that looks like me or Corey, you would not be interested in? No, like these… First of all, that's number one. Okay. Number two, they're in a world, like an enhanced world that we don't belong to. Mm Mm-hmm. They're young. Yes. So if you're staring down the barrel of a long life that you want to have together, like 50, 60 years… If you're them in their situations yes. and you can handle it, do you do it? And like make it a part of your thing? Well, clearly, no. Because if this is, they're so, like, I mean, they're relatively new in their marriage. Well, I guess they've been, I don't know, they've been married less than 10 years. And already they stumble into this kind of blunder. Like, it's not, they're not above it, right? Well, they wouldn't, like, the people They're not who, above the drama that will come back to them. The people who would do this wouldn't call it a blunder. They would say that it is, like, a bonder. Okay. Because they get to exercise attraction to other people together without compromising what they have. I don't know. Listen, I'm not trying to say I would do it, 
I'm just saying, I'm curious. Like, I think we're all exploring or more and more people are exploring different combinations of what makes you happy sexually, whatever, right? Correct. So, I I don't know. Is this a thing? I guess what I'm confused about specifically with this is she has a song called Three Way. And so this comes out that they may or may not, well, they may have had a three with this porn star, but Tiana Taylor's reaction is super aggro, which I don't get. Those pieces don't come together for me because she says something like, if he was, I guess if he, he did have sex with her and did impregnate her, she'd basically, like, she'd fuck him up. So right. isn't that, but isn't that just kind of, um, like May- if you're having a threesome, the hope here is that you're strapping on a condom. Yeah. And... Like, those things are, I guess my point is that shit's going to happen. So I don't know why she would be so fucking angry about it. No, I think that, okay, the allegation is they had a threesome, they had a good time, and then he was like, oh my God, that was so good, I want a one-on-one. Oh, okay, I did not, that was the missing link to the story. So, like I said, everybody has cleared it all up. Nobody's secret fathering anybody else. I'm just saying, if it was true that, yeah, they go down for three once in a while, given who they are and the circumstances they roll in and whatever and whatnot, like, I don't know. I think about actors and actresses. Doesn't always happen in Hollywood, though? Who fall in love, like, a little bit with people who they work with, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. There's so many onset romances. But beyond that, isn't like, I mean, my take on it is that they're in Hollywood, it always seems like it's a little bit of a swingers club anyway. I think that there are certainly rumors and blinds and whatever about that, but I don't know that there's like a, a famous couple who's like, oh yeah, we like last weekend, we brought, brought home in. someone and like fucking rode her together. Or rode last weekend, together. we rode him together. Oh. I want, I feel like that there is someone. I just think it, it's part of the lore of yeah. Hollywood where yes. you just expect that and then it's permeated into your mind where like, oh yeah, like. It's consumption, consumption, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson must do three ways. They right. don't, or I, we don't know that. Like, everybody calm down. I'm just saying, like, that's what is, you know, trickled down into your mind. Want to stress, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson <laughs> are not, are not swingers. That, that, that we, we know. know. <laughs> um, okay, so what is your take on this? Do you think this is, uh, like, a good, bad I just, thing I for just, them? If, I was thinking publicly? about it. I was thinking about it because I was like, God, like, they're so hot, and, like, they're hot for each other. but the most amazing six-packs. Yeah. And then for how long can you be hot for one person when you're that young? And, you know, when you're 40, 50, whatever. And, like, you have hotness all around you, and you're like, you're not – I mean, anybody would be curious – if I were as hot I'm not as that she strong, is, though, I wouldn't be able to invite someone else into my relationship. No way, no how. No way, sure. no. How. I appreciate that. I I just think that like if I were her and I was like around hotness all the time, I feel like I would be curious. We see hot guys all the time. Like I like That's I, what I was just gonna say, you see hot guys in your job all the time. Not that hot. Like we think that they're there are very few – name the last celebrity that came into our building where we were like, oh, my God, you're so hot. Once a year, it's Charlie Hunnam. Okay, fine. Charlie Hunnam, Timothy Chalamet. Um, uh, I will say I cannot picture myself doing those no. things. The same with things Timothy I would want to – Yeah, I don't <laughs> – I can't picture myself doing the same things with Timmy, Timothy Chalamet as I do with Charlie Hunnam. Okay, but I'm just putting it out there that you are – you encounter very attractive men all the time. 
So I'm not sure if that argument has any legs. Yes, Sasha. And I picture myself having sex with them. Okay. Like Charlie Hunnam, as did you. I really did. Okay. So imagine, like, but no offense to you and no offense to myself. We didn't have a fucking chance. No. <laughs> okay. No. So we're Tiana Taylor now. I don't… Okay. You think Tiana Taylor has a better chance at Charlie Hunnam than we do? Yes. I hate when you do these sort of reality <laughs> checks. I would like to live in my there own There you bubble. go. Now I'm asking you, okay, so if you were Tiana Taylor or whoever, Rihanna or, I don't know, name someone hot, Jennifer Lawrence. Sure. Like, and you're walking around and there are more Charlie Hunnams around you because… Basically, like, That's, you live she, they Charlie don't live Hunnam in land. our boring yes. existence. Yeah. You're just inviting them all fucking in. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying think about it. Those thoughts that you have for Charlie Hunnam when he comes into our building once a, a year, you'd be having those thoughts all the time. That is true. Okay. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, let me move into our first question because it is about sex. Okay. Let's hear um, the drama. It's not about three ways, though. All right. So here we go. Hey, Sasha and Lainey. So here is my dilemma. I just started dating for the first time in forever. I was married a long-ass time ago, and we were together nearly 17 years. So you can imagine that I'm ready to get back out there and start having sex with different people. Recently, I went on a date with a guy. We had a great time, got pretty drunk, and I decided to have sex with him. Hey, good for you. He was really attractive, and we were vibing, so it felt right. The sex was really fun and hot, and I was enjoying myself, when suddenly I saw him look down at our genitals. He looked like he rubbed his hands together like something was maybe on his hands. I'm not really sure. Wait, back up. I just need to visualize this. Sorry. Start. So they're having sex. Okay. So they're they're having sex. They are having intercourse. Okay. And she looks down uh, and he's looking down and Uh as she says, he's like looking like he's rubbing his hands together. Something was on his hands. So she goes, I'm not really sure. Anyway, two minutes later, he says, well, I'm not going to come. So, and he stopped. As you can imagine, I was shocked. I hadn't really been told this in the last 20 years of sex, so I was confused. We lie around for a bit, and I decide to get up and go to the washroom. I sit down, and there is a crime scene of blood in between my legs. I was horrified. After cleaning up myself, I walked back into his room, and he pointed out that I bled all over his bed. I was mortified and confused because my period ended a week before. Anyway, the vibe died, and we basically never spoke again. Just wondering how you maybe deal with a situation where you bleed with a stranger all over their sheets. Crimson Tide. <laughs> I love Whoa, shit like this. CT. Okay. Um, all right. So they were just seeing each other casually. Yes. It seems like this was yeah. like a very quick little hookup. Yeah. And they, yeah, they started a bone. Yeah. And Blood then started to come she out got her, her period. He loosened. Well, we don't know that, right? Because she said. He loosened up the period backlogs. Maybe the backlogs. Maybe he did a rip and tear. You never know. Either way, there's blood on the sheets. Yeah. So what do you, what do you say? Have you ever done that? First of all, have you heard that like some dudes are into fucking on your period? Sure. Yeah. 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 Like I, I have a friend who, he wasn't into it, but he said that he's not not into it. Yeah. And he said that it's warmer. And I can see that. Warmer. There's more <laughs> insulation of. He said it's warmer and it's like slicker and he doesn't like, it doesn't bother him. Right. The way it would bother other people. Right. Because some guys are like, oh, they're squicked. Bloodbath. No, thank you. Yeah. Yes. They're squicked and yeah. 
So you have maybe some empathy for this guy who is not down to have blood sex. I don't have em- – okay, I have empathy for the fact that for him, if there was that much blood on his bed sheets, for sure. I think that that would have been like jarring for him. Okay. Am I into the fact that he didn't talk to her after? Like I just need – you know, if they were just super casual super and casual. At, the, at the time it was like straight fucking, then I, I don't know. I don't know that I could be mad at him. Okay. Like I – it was – he was une- – like, it was unexpected. Yeah. Clearly. She didn't know she'd be getting her period. Right. Or – It was a surprise for both of them. Yeah. And so he didn't have advance notice. Maybe the only thing I wouldn't be into would be that if he was carrying some assumptions that she was on her period and didn't tell him on purpose and just let him fuck her and, like, Let's whatever. Let's guys got their period every month. And Yase – like, you are – so you're single, Lainey, and mm-hmm. you're with – uh, yeah, dude, and all of a sudden he gets his period all over yeah. you. How do you feel about fucking blood? I listen. I'm a. I shower three times a day. Like, right. So this is a no go for you. It's a no go for me. <laughs> like if you switch the situations, like I, yeah, yeah, you're freaking out and not calling the person. I need back. to be like I need to have like Windex every, and <laughs> everything clear. Okay, uh, liquids. Yeah. Clear liquids. Okay. Clear, and also like, I, but I have my own particular issues where I don't even like it sometimes. Like, yeah, I also need to be like showered. Okay. So you're more of this guy's mindset where you'd be like, oh, okay, thank you, but no thank you. I will. Yeah, it would. Listen, it was casual for them, right? Yes. If I but was super into somebody, if I was super, super into somebody, it wouldn't end for me forever. But this is the very beginning of something. That can be a real boner killer though, right? If you're not into blood and then you look down and as sweet and lovely as this woman is, you might, that could be a turnoff, correct? I think that's fair. Of him? Of him, right? I think it's fair, yes. I mean, the hope for me is that like when you get into a mature situation, I'm imagining these people, I mean, she was married for 17 years, so I imagine she's probably late 30s. They're probably in the same age range. That by that point, you've, those are things that have happened in your life before, like a girl's fucking fucked you when she's had her period. Like you've built up some of these experiences in your lifetime that you wouldn't be so grossed out if that happened. Secondly, can I rebut that point before you move on? Yes. I guess my, wait, wait, because my hope is I, when you're getting into a relationship, even if it is as easy as just fucking, you're kind of making a pact, like we're in this together. Like, kind of, whatever happens, happens. That's the hope. That's the hope, no? That you're not going to be judged in a moment of something that is not under your control. Uh, sure. There are two things. I think that, like, yeah, I think that that's a really ideal… Wishful thinking, I know. …ideal situation, like, generationally in the future. Like, if 30 years from now we're dealing with the same situation and… Like, guys these days are having different conversations about understanding women and their relationships to their bodies and not being squicked and, like, getting rid of toxic masculinity, sure. But if we're dealing with somebody who says she's been married for 17 years, okay, it's a… Like, I'm assuming… Because Yasik and I, for example, have been married… Oh, 17 years? Yeah. 17 years. So I'm assuming she's around my age. So this is a not a young, young generation. Yeah. So this dude is carrying, like olden days shit with him, right? Like, not particularly, like, woke mentality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. 
you, not as woke as you it could be. Like they're getting there, and hopefully, like we're all talking and bringing each other along. But you know, we're not dealing with like somebody who's like right down in the. You know, so you think a twenty-year-old's down to fuck some blood I think t- as opposed to a forty-year-old. I think not- based on your description of having been in relationships and being mature, mm-hmm. I think a twenty-year-old today, by the time he makes it to the age we're assuming this oh, dude was, yes. would be more sure. ready to encounter that. I would just hope that my age equal out there, who's like on the single market. Wouldn't be so oh grossed out by that. Okay, but can I just say one more thing? Because this is really, and I'm kind of fighting. I'm kind of fighting for women bleeding here. Girl, who do you think you're talking to? I'm like, yes, you are queen blood. Miss I get it, blood Canada. I know you are as blood Canada. But you have to think about the fact that it's like. It's interesting to think about the idea of okay, ooh, gross. You got your period all over my sheets. Well, like. I don't know about you, but like, cum isn't the most beautiful thing ever. It's like someone just fucking blew their nose all over you, and we're gonna we're supposed to be like, oh, take it on my tits, take it on my fucking face. Oh my god, I love that shit. But why can't guys roll with a little bit of fucking blood? A little bit of fucking blood for sure. Okay, yeah, blood that is all over the yes. sheets. Yes, is a. A, a different amount of blood. When blood gets out and it mixes with other like wet shit, it just gets more like this. I, I totally, I hear where you're going and I'm not like opposed to it. I think it's like a really beautiful sentiment. I just think that <laughs> in the, in the standard, conventional, accepted, heteronormative right now version of sex. Yes. The fluids that are exchanged typically that you expect, that you go into sex expecting, are semen and saliva and pussy juice. Okay. Right? I didn't know pussy juice was (laughs) an exact term. Right? Yeah. Right? I don't think that, like, most people go into a sexual, heteronormative sexual experience thinking, I hope there's blood or I'm going to expect to see blood. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yes, that is true. I hear you. But I guess on the odd occasion, listen, let's get back to right, Crimson sorry. Tide. Right. We went off okay, on a Crimson whole Tide. What tangent. would we do? My, my what point would we do? Is this. Yes. I get why you fucking want to die when something like that happens. Get it, got it, copy, really have your back on that. Yeah. But I really just do think that you shouldn't dwell on it because, okay, yeah. so what? This yeah. weirdo, like, dude just wasn't down for the blood. Fine, fine. He wasn't down for the blood. Yeah. That's not his thing. Doesn't mean that you're a horrible fuck. Doesn't mean you're, like, a disgusting person. No. It just means, like, okay, cool, cool, He cool. wasn't down with blood, and, and that's a, it. And a funny story that you put in your back pocket and tell all your friends. You have a great story. Yes. Like, you have a really great story. But also remember that sex can be uncomfortable and awkward and silly and, like, weird. Like, you know, queefing is hilarious. Queefing you know, there are a lot of women who… It's embarrassing, though. Just, th- there you go. Like, that's what I'm trying yeah. to get at. Like, queefing can be embarrassing. But what happens? Who who harbors the guilt of the queef? The girl. Yeah. She's not queefing by herself. No. Or, okay. or causing the queef to happen by herself. Correct. Right. But queefing can be hilarious. And we've all… Or many of us have laughed about queefs. Right. And so that's funny, too. Like, I think that… 
you right now writing to us about this and having a sense of humor about it and us having a sense of humor about it, what does humor do? It normalizes like, you know, us being able to talk about it. And so hopefully we'll get to your dream, Sash. Yes. Yeah. Just blood sex. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. Okay. Let's get to the next question. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, ladies. Here's my drama. I used to be very close to my brother-in-law's partner of 12 years since the beginning of the relationship. We became best friends who went on trips together, confided with one another until about two years ago. During those 12 years, we would get into little fights, which involved her getting upset at me over something and cutting me out and not talking to me for several weeks or months. Her biggest beef with me has always been that I tell my husband everything. Fair enough. Sometimes our private conversations should be private, whereas she doesn't tell my brother-in-law anything, and she thinks that's how I should behave as well. Now, over the last two years, we've both had daughters, which was extremely exciting for me because we were both told we could never have children, and I thought this would bring us even closer together. While she was pregnant, she stopped speaking to me, and I was literally around the six-month mark of her pregnancy that she started to speak to me again. I don't know why she had the hate on for me, and I assumed it was cra- uh, I assumed it was crazy pregnancy hormones. A few months after she had her daughter, she decided my husband wasn't good enough for her and her daughter, and she cut him out and my brother-in-law did nothing because he avoids drama too. We didn't see them for months, so I would t- uh, we didn't see them for months, so I would make the effort and go to her house with my daughter just to see them, and especially my niece. And I would tell her it was hurtful that she cut me and my daughter out of their lives just because she didn't want to be around my husband. But nothing really changed on her end. Okay, you're following it so far. Yeah. Okay. About a year and a half of hating on my husband, she has now switched it over back to me. Over the last year, nine months, she gives me the silent treatment, even when we get together for family events, which is now only the time we see each other. She completely ignored me on Mother's Day, Thanksgiving, and the most recent one was Christmas Day. She wouldn't talk to me, avoided eating anything I made, and lastly, she spoke about me in third person to my husband when I was sitting right there. I'm now officially done with her bullshit because it's beyond hurtful how she treats me, and my hurt has now turned into anger and resentment. But I just don't know how to deal with her going forward since I will always have to see her during family events. Please help me release her hooks off me because I can't keep going on like this. Thanks, C. No joke. Yeah, no joke. Thank you. Like, this is I, – I appreciate that she's already made the decision that yes. she's done with this person. Yes. Great. So now she has to see this person probably like three times a year, right? Yes. Easter, if that's the, the holiday thing. Yeah, yeah. family so holidays. Three times a year, so – yeah. But let's break this down. So um, she has also now cut off her husband's brother, sees No, she, he's back in the picture. Barely. I mean, she didn't speak to him. She like basically barred, them, barred him from the house. Yeah, but she does him. speak to him to talk about C in the third person. Well, so great. Yeah. What a perk. Yeah. Um, so basically she, though, is one of those – people who just mm-hmm. wants to cut people out of their life yeah of, of her life and then sometimes invite them back in yeah it's always on her terms it sounds like yeah which is like fucking shitty 
shitty and it's so exhausting being around people who are, you know, dramatic at every turn. Mm -hmm. So great. As you said, C is ready to cut her loose. Oh, congratulations, C, on this decision. So happy for you. This is amazing. I think so. But then it's also really hard because… What are you going to do for the rest of your fucking life? You have these children. They're not… They can never really be close if you're not close. Like, it really does cause a lot of friction. I don't think that… Listen, when the kids get old enough, they can make the decision Mm -hmm. of… And you as your daughter's mother can obviously always encourage your daughter to go play with her, like, cousin and to have… Develop a relationship. You don't have to be that mom who tells your kid, like, all the drama that's going on that with auntie, you. auntie, auntie, so-and-so is Exactly. You could just be yes. like, okay, I'll drop you off at your cousin's house if you want to. And, um, yeah, if you want to, your cousin can sleep over. All that. You, you'll deal with – she'll deal with it when she has to deal with it. Right now in the immediate, how is she going to let – how is she going to, like, really be free? I think you be free by – and this is, sounds really stupid but and, and simple, but it's you be free by being free. Because, listen – it's too hard to navigate someone's mind like that. Yep. It, 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 you'll never do it right. No. You'll never make the right move. You'll yep. never say the right thing. Yep. So it's like, just dust your hands of her and let her be cray. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. You're going to put all this energy into being like tiptoeing around her or being like super extra really nice and it's all going to fall flat because this bitch be cray. Yeah. You know? I get it, though, because you can feel that anxiety. Like, oh, next week we have to go over to the family dinner. And I will say it's going to be like any breakup. The more time passes, the less you're going to care. Yeah. And think about any time you've ever been in a breakup, if you've been lucky or unlucky enough to be in a breakup. At the beginning, it feels awful. And you're like, I'm never going to get over her or him or whatever. And then, like… Flash forward, whatever, six months, and you can barely remember what they look like. Yeah. So this is what it is. Yes. Next year at the holidays, this year, whatever, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be a little less awkward the next time. And then pretty soon, like, this really won't feel as dramatic as it is now. Is this because, like, this is because your decision is fresh? Mm-hmm. And you're probably, like, a nice person who, you know, wants to invest in family relationships. <laughs> yeah. But this is no longer a two-way situation. She has thrown the fucking stop sign on this. So what can you do? What can you do other than just like let it go? Can I give you an analogy that seems weird but the first thing I thought of? Okay, yes. I love these ones. So you know when like people get caught up in murder mystery shows making a murder? Yes. Right? And so the first time you saw it, after you finished all 10 episodes, you fucking went online and you went on to every Reddit that you could find mm-hmm. to like discuss with people what the theories were. And mm. then, like this. right? Yeah. And then maybe a week, like Yasik was like this. We watched the first, we watched the first uh, Making a Murder, 10 episodes. He, and we had to like binge it. Yeah. So it, by the time we were finished, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I woke up maybe at like four o'clock in the morning. We had gone to bed and he hadn't slept yet. And I was like, the fuck are you doing? He's like, I have to look up all this information. Yeah, you're a junkie. And he's like, I you're need to solve junkie. this. I need to solve this, right? Like, I'm I'm looking up all, I'm, I've read the court documents. Like, he was fucking reading the yes. court documents. Okay. By like, I don't know, four days later, he was over it and he was back to playing video yes. games and watching <laughs> yes. hockey, right? Yes. Like, 
Yeah, it's obsessive at the beginning. And then the new series comes out and you like get all into it all over again. But then it takes you only like a day to be like, oh yeah, we'll never know. Right. And this is this is what this woman's problem is. Or not C, but this bitch who is, I don't know, whatever. You can't decipher her. It, this is an unsolved mystery. Yeah. And it's… <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. It's an unsolved murder and it can't be your responsibility to solve this murder. Yep. So walk away like the series is over. It's going to, you're going to lose interest in it because you're going to pick up like another book or another movie or have something else to do. When you go to these family events, don't try. She doesn't try. You don't try. There are other people to talk to. Easy breezy. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you really just feel pain for that day. Like you feel that uncomfort for that, you know, family get together and then you go home and then everything's normal again. And if she doesn't eat your food, like whatever, your food's awesome. So like everybody else is going to be eating your food and people like, they're going to be like, see, this is a great casserole and she's going to not have the casserole. Fuck her. Like, I mean, so anybody who doesn't choose to eat good food has like, that's, there are deeper things going on and that is something that you won't be able to solve if they're not ready to solve it. Yeah. So, yeah, you cannot solve this murder. You cannot solve this murder. <laughs> That's we'll never have the answers. Nope. No. Um, okay. Let's move on to the last question. Dear Sasha and Lainey, my husband and I have been invited to a wedding about an hour out of town. We don't know the bride and groom too well, but we really like them and are excited. So they're invited to a wedding, but they don't know the bride and groom too well. Yeah. Okay. But they're excited. Yeah. Like new friends, whatever. Yeah. Sure. We met the couple on a group vacation in Europe a few years ago and then again on a similar one last year. There was a man there, his name, let's call him Elliot, who was a bit creepy on the first trip to the point that I had to cock block him multiple times from harassing a young woman, Anne, who was also on the trip. She was about 23, he was 68. Okay. Uh, We thought he was sad and pathetic but harmless until Anne told me Elliot had asked her for her phone number and had made her very uncomfortable. When we had group dinners, I would place myself as a physical barrier between them. This was before the whole Me Too and I only started to see Elliot was not harmless when I realized how he was acting made Anne so uncomfortable. I thought about how young and shy and lacking in confidence she was and I began to see him for what he was, a disgusting predator. He talked constantly of young women who loved him. They were all tied to him professionally, his trainer, receptionist at a hotel he stayed at, et cetera, et cetera. I felt happy I protected Anne as much as I could and I forgot about it when I got home. We saw Elliot again last year. I avoided him as much as I could until one day a group of five of us went on a field trip off to this resort. Elliot somehow steered the conversation to sex and some woman who was quote unquote after him. I can't remember the words uh, exactly except that I challenged him and it resulted in him defending Roman Polanski and saying he was tricked by a 13 year old child and her mother. I still, I still want to puke thinking about it. Anyway, the problem is that Elliot is going to be at the wedding and he is probably going to be at our table since we both are connected to the couple in the same way. I can't avoid him. I can't make a scene at the wedding when he inevitably says something provocative and disgusting. How do I ignore him and have a good time? How do I not let myself be bothered by him when I want to really kick him in the balls? On the one hand, I don't want to make any kind of scene and spoil this special day. On the other hand, I'm uh, sick of perverts counting on women, prioritizing their comfort over others for their own so that they can get away with being perverts. Help someone who wants to burn it all down. Okay. okay. Wow. This is a loaded one. Mm-hmm. What are your initial thoughts? <laughs> My initial thoughts are, I love her. Yes. So much that she wants to burn it all down. I hate that she has to be the one 
thinking, I don't want to cause a scene when this guy would be the source of the scene. Like, you know, why doesn't he get it on? Yeah. The one thing I will say here is I think if we want to really have allies, then allies have to step up and that's other men. Mm. Like, you know, when he's having these gross musings on his opinions of Roman Polanski (laughs) and this, that, and the other, are the men around challenging him? I know. And I just want to throw it back to the person who's written this letter and I'd like to do maybe a part two. You you said you have a husband. You guys are going to the wedding together. Yes. I would have no problems saying to my husband, hey, I have gone head to head with this asshole and I know I can go head to head. But in these situations, men need to model for other men Mm. what like correctness is. Um, Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere. So it's not that, like, I want Yasik to fight my battles. It's that I want Yasik to fight his battles. And to support your battles as a couple, right? It's a problem for everyone. Like, Mm -hmm. once we see that, like, that misogyny and sexual assault and that kind of grossness is not, like, it is everybody's problem. It's everybody's problem. Mm -hmm. Then you can say that, men have just as much of a responsibility to check other men. And I, I, Yasik would be like, yeah, sure. If it happens, I'll say something. I'll be like, yo, dude, can you, like, that girl's fucking young. You know, I, uh, uh, can you stop doing that? Like, and you're, the you're great, gross. And the great thing about dudes, too, when they communicate is they just have to say a couple of sentences and yeah. it's fucking done. It, <laughs> it's done, but like, also… Like, bro, that's not cool. Bro, don't say that. You're making people uncomfortable. Yeah, table. exactly. Done. Like, it… It's a shame check yes. or yes. whatever. And if it's not done, that and also, like, men in these cases should be able to have allies to recruit themselves. Like, if it's not one-on-one, it could be, like, another guy at the table should be observing this as well. And that guy should be backing up your husband being like, hey, yeah, he's right. Back, back off the girl that you're creeping on. And… I mean, Yasik's not here right now, but I feel like he'd be nodding and being like, yeah, yeah. that's, I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't say that any better. Like, you totally nailed it on the head, which is, yeah, like, I love uh, that our writer is fighting these battles and fucking taking it on and getting in between um, Elliot and her friend and, like, really being, like, a woman's woman. I fucking love it. But at a certain point, you... You need a little bit of an army sometimes and you have one in your husband and like if he doesn't want to break bro code or like cause a scene, well, that's, you know, you need to give him a talking to because he needs to jump on board and be, as you said, Lainey, an ally. He needs yeah. to be an ally in this. What to do though at a wedding? I mean, this is, we don't really, you know, Elliot sounds like a disgusting fucking pig, but we don't know what Elliot is going to do on the wedding. So I know that you're like, you're gearing up to like fucking strike. Yeah. But listen, he might not fucking, you know, slime on girls outwardly corner them. Yeah. So maybe don't go into this wedding thinking that you need to pounce Mm -hmm. um, because it is a wedding. Yeah. And you have to choose these moments um, correctly because you also don't want people to be defensive and cause a scene. So it's really about picking the times that you say this. So if he says something about some fucking waitress's tits or something, you can give a fucking stern ass look and say, 
you know, come up with a really good one-liner to shut him down. Yeah. I do not think you need to bring up, you know, like some sort of feminist essay and yeah. like make everyone hear it. Like that is not the time or place for it. Yeah. One-liner okay. would be like… Yeah. That's gross. I'm having dinner. Yeah. Or, it's not, and a snide Yeah. Look. Yeah. Hey, it's a lovely day and that's creepy. Yeah. I will, however, give you the green light though if he is fucking being predatory to yeah. someone, then yes, cause the big ass motherfucking scene that you need to. Like that yeah. is… That's a go. But if he's just being like his typical gross self, I don't yeah. think the wedding is the time and place. No. To yes. get on your soapbox. But you can… Ha- like… And that, that's the thing… When when you challenge somebody like that, like let's say it's a table of 10 and he makes a gross comment, then you speaking up and being like, that's really offensive. Mm-hmm. And today's a great day. So let's keep it happy and yeah. not offensive. Yeah. Yes. And then just be like, oh, this cheesecake is lovely. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. That's a great And way to- you do that in front of an audience, the other table of 10 that's sitting there. And if he chooses to explode, man, that's on him. Yeah. You don't have to wear that. Yeah. And I would challenge anybody else at that table who would blame it on you for probably saying what they wanted to say. Yeah. And I think that's important too. Like I really do think that like, again, I really love our writer um, who feels that she needs to speak up because I really do think so. Do I think you're going to change Elliot and his stance on Roman Polanski? No. But I think… Every time you have the ability to say something and mm-hmm. do a, and push back on someone yep. in like a really uh, respectable way, yep. do it. Do it, do it, do it. Like I was in a cab the other day in an Uber and my Uber driver was so racist. Oh, no. Um, and I was like, do I want to fucking have a full-on brawl with him and get kicked out when it's freezing yeah. in Toronto? No. Yeah. But I will say something and I did and it was… To the point, it was not – I didn't want to get into a big conversation, but I was like, that's horrible to say, this, that, and the other. We had like a couple of lines yeah. of conversation and was it over. But like, did I change him? Absolutely not. Is he still a fucking racist pig? Completely. Yeah. But at every chance you get, I think you should stand up for yeah. yourself and for other people. So uh, right on. Right on to you for yeah. doing this. Let us know what happens at the wedding. Yeah. Dying to know. Totally. Also, like – Remember, this is a way that you use your phone. Can you tape some of or like record some of this behavior? Ugh, no, I don't <laughs> even want to see this douche. Anyway, I do. Okay, like, fine. Send it over. Yeah, send it over. Like fucking, that's what you need to see online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Yes. Continue to send us your drama at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And we'll be back next week. Check us out on iTunes and Google Play and leave comments because this is a new season and we want to hear your feedback. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.